Hey, Roger, what's going on, my man? What's up, hey, Roger? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Very good. And yourself? Good, man. Good. Very good. Hey, man, I really appreciate the time to uh, to come on the show. Big fan. Big fan of you. And uh, we heard a lot of things uh, that you're an MMA fan, friends of Frankie Edgar. So we want to... We want to try to to get into your mind. You know, everybody knows you from the Jersey Shore, but we want to get to know the other the other Roger, Roger Matthews. That is a big fan of MMA. Sure, yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much, we really want to start off is how long have you been a fight fan, and which com- what type of style of combat sports did you first get into? Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I go back to UFC one, man. I mean, all, all the way back to. Shamrock, Tank Abbott, you know, Kino, and all, all those guys. I mean, I, I went way back. I don't think I missed one for a long time, you know, but back then, in those days, they would fight like, you know, you see just a couple fights a year, really, was all it was. And then, you know, they went through that period in the 80s where they almost got shut down. And, you know, I've been there, I've been there from the beginning, you know. Wow, man, that's that's awesome to hear that you've been a fight fan from, from day one. That's, that's, that's the best thing that we probably could have heard of all day. Yeah, I was never really into traditional sports, and that kind of holds true today. I don't know what it is. It, it just doesn't – it's not fascinating to me. Baseball, I respect those guys, and I'm friends with some of those guys, and they're athletes, no question about it. But it, to me, it just doesn't have the wow factor where I'm, like, really into it. I, I can watch football. I mean, I can, you know, I can get into football a little bit. It's a contact sport. But to me, there's nothing like MMA. There's just nothing like it on the planet as far as the excitement factor goes, you know? Hey, Roger, this is uh, Chris, the other co-host from the podcast. Uh, Chris, just wondering, hey, what's up, my man? Uh, just wondering, Roger, I, first of all, I completely agree with uh, what you just said. I come from a family where everyone loves hockey, especially living in Montreal, and I've never been able to get into other sports. It's just always combat sports has always been there for me since the beginning. It's, it really does have the wow factor. I was just wondering, uh, on UFC 244 this Saturday with uh, Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal on the main event, really big fight in NYC, what are your uh, thoughts on that main event? So, uh, yeah, I've talked about this a lot um, with friends and even Frankie, and I'm a fan of both of those guys, and it, it, it's true what they're calling it. It's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Title yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> it really is. I mean, those it is. bad motherfuckers. It could, I mean, it could go either way. I really like them both as fighters. Definitely did. I have the ESPN app, so I can, but I pretty much have my kids every weekend now, so I don't get to watch as many as I used to, but I always watch the highlights the next day. First thing I do in the morning if there's, you know, a big UFC fight the night before, I start searching the highlights the next morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't miss a lot, but I don't actually, you know, stay up as much as I used to till 1 o'clock in the morning watching. For sure. <laughs> All right, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, man, it's a, it's an amazing thing that that you're a fan, and I think a lot of people kind of uh, kind of take away from that. Obviously, you're you're known for the Jersey Shore, and obviously, looking at you, Roger, honestly, you're a monster. We see you, man, you're huge, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you get like if you get somebody in a rear naked choke, I think not only would you pass over. out, yeah, they might they might die. So I need to no, know, man. I'm, I'm a realist, though, bro. I can tell it like it is. I'm I'm uh, I'm a realist. Now, listen, I'm no sober. I'm a big dude. I'm 250 pounds, I lift weights or whatever, but it's a different world we live in now, man, and I think I think people are starting to understand it. A lot of, you know, street fighters especially are starting to be like, hey, listen, man, I used to get bad as motherfucker around, but now everybody trains, you know, like mm-hmm. there's so many people training now, it's not like it, it used to be. Uh, 
I would I, I wouldn't last if you put me in a professional setting in a ring against a guy my size that was actually a, a trained MMA guy. I wouldn't last a minute. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's the truth of it. I mean, I'm a big dude. I, you know, I, I, but that doesn't mean I'm a, a, a pussy. Can I say that on the show? Yeah, yeah you, whatever you want. You can say whatever you want, man. <laughs> the bar fight went down, and there was, you know, legitimate. There was actually reason to, to be in the fight, which I find few and far between these days. I'm a dad now. I'm much more reserved than I used to be. I mean, I, I still mix it up, you know what I mean? Because, you know, a bar fight's completely different than a than a uh, MMA, you know, and, and a, than an actual commission fight. It's night and day. But, um, yeah, I, I, my fighting days are over, man. I'm, I'm 44. I'm a dad now. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I think that, you know, I trained with Frankie a little bit way back. We used to train this place. Oh, hard. It's Jackson, and it was Steve Rivera, who's, a, who's like a legendary wrestling coach. It was his place. It was literally in the backyard of his house with horses and shit, so they called it the barn. Um, and I trained a little bit, but I don't I don't have a pedigree. I grew up in a tiny little town in Maine. There was no wrestling in my high school. There was really, I mean, the only guy that you guys would have heard of that grew up in a town very close to me, and we were actually friends growing up, is Tim Sylvia. You know? Oh, my oh God. yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was the heavyweight Legend. UFC uh, holder for a while, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was. And I think he's still doing some sort of fighting. I think he has fought in uh, some sort of boxing league a couple of years ago against uh, he he a weightlifter. You know, in, in a while, he's he's pretty successful in his own right. He's a business owner um, out out in Ohio, Idaho, wherever he's living now. And he, I think uh, uh, Idaho, yeah, yeah, does does roofing now. He's pretty successful Ooh, in his cool, own right. right. But I think he's steered away from you know the fight game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, well, you know, like, looking at you and looking at the physique, like you said, you know, you're, you're lifting weights, you used to spar with Frank Yeager. You, obviously, in New Jersey, you know, like, I, I got family from there, you know, shout out to New Jersey Patterson, got some family out there. And uh, I, I just want to note, from New Jersey, you really have a lot of people. You have Marlon Marais, you have Edson Barboza that trains there, Frankie Edgar, Eddie yeah. Alvarez. You have so many top-tier guys from New Jersey. You know, th- does that make you proud that you come from kind of a fighting city now that's getting the recognition that it should have gotten a long time ago? Yeah, definitely some, some big names from this area. But, you know, Frankie's really the OG. He's the big dog. Oh, yeah. really from here. A lot of those guys were brought. Marlon came in. Edson came in. Um, I think both those guys stayed with Frankie Edgar's wife's dad for a little bit. I mean, they were actually living with him. Um, there's some rumors about some, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it or not, but I, I, actually I think, it's, I think he spoke about it. I think Co- Cody Garbrandt has openly talked about coming out here and training. And, uh, oh, nice. You know, I didn't know that. Cody and I. Yeah, we're friendly, so um, it'll be it'll be a nice switch up for him. And I, you know, you, that's what you got to do, man. You got to when you're in that in that MMA world, you got to just keep training, uh, keep chasing the best best gyms around. You know, that's no, it. No, for sure. And and, and as, as of now, are are you are you training with with Frankie from time to time? I know you said you know you're getting older. You have a lot of responsibility. No, as, man. As no, 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 not at all. I, I, it's over. <laughs> Yeah, those days are over, man. I haven't trained in a long time. I'm a little, a little fluffy now. I'm, I'm getting back into it. It was a rough year for me here, but uh, mm-hmm. I took a little time off the gym. But I'm getting back in shape. So uh, no, but as far as MMA goes, I haven't trained in years. Okay, uh, Roger, just switch gears a little bit on the topic of. Uh yeah, it's said being a father and everything, and all times uh, it's been a little tough year. Um, I was really, I'm being honest, I was really pissed off the other day reading all that uh, Halloween costume fiasco bullshit. How soft does our society become that children's Halloween costumes even become 
the topic of people trying, I'm, I'm emphasizing the word trying to shame you here. It's really disgusting and how soft the society has become. I think you can only let people shame you. You know, it's up to you. That's a personal choice. If you're going to let people shame you, it's just going to happen. I just don't let them shame me. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I see that. that. I don't think that I'm the best dad that ever lived by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think that person exists, but I think I'm constantly learning and constantly trying to do the best for my kids. Now, maybe mm-hmm. in those people's household, and by the way, I just heard that that made the view today. Someone told me. I can't even believe that. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's the world we live in. <laughs> I know, man. And I don't want to rip on anybody. I don't want to sit here and start calling people pussies and stuff. But I, what I do in my house is the best I can do. It may not be what you do in your house, but I, I'm not going to weigh in. I don't think I've ever got on somebody's social media, ever, truly, and mm-hmm. weighed in negatively on what they do. They have the right to live there short of you know, um, neglect and, you know, uh, maybe sending their kids out in the cold barefoot or something. You know, I, I don't see the need to comment. It's a fake pop cigarette. Exactly. You can buy, you can buy in a toy store that mm. is cotton filled. It's actually better for you than a candy cigarette, which we all probably used to smoke when we were kids. I did. Exactly. The little white ones. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? Eat. Yeah, for sure. Smoke and stuff. So I, I don't get it. I don't see it. I, you know, we, we do live in a very sensitive, overly sensitive world and people are going to feel how they feel and they're entitled to it. I'm a big supporter of the First Amendment and mm-hmm. weigh in and you can say whatever you want. It's not going to change anything for me. I'm not changing for anybody but my children, you know, and, and what I think is the right thing to do for myself. I have to get up in the morning and look at the man in the mirror, not those people. So. Yeah, no, I think you just, you said that perfectly. And, uh, it seems like these days, every week, every day, even every hour, there's something new in the news, a new trigger word. Uh, I think social media has a field day with all this stuff. And it's the downfall of our country. It really is. It's, it's the downfall of our country is, you know, um, I, I, I always say, you know, above and beyond my feelings politically or religiously or, I'm a humanitarian above all that. I think that all of us, I don't care your race, your gender, your sex, we all are equal. We all have equal rights, but you, you don't get special rights. You don't get, you know, mm-hmm. this is, we got away from that. We got away from segregation and segregating people and safe spaces and all that. Going back to that is not helping anybody. You know, we're all, you know, you're not going to find a, a, a law or a bylaw on the books anywhere that persecute anybody more than another person because of race, color, or religion. It just doesn't exist in America anymore now. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing to me how sensitive people are, you know? Mm-hmm. No, the haters crazy. are going to hate. No, right, right. They're always going to hate, man. And, uh, and Roger, the thing that kind of like what, what I appreciate most about you is that, like you said, you know, you can't, you can't really judge a book by its cover. And looking at you, like you said, you know, you're – 250 pounds, you know, you know, you're over six, three, you got full of tats and you're just a very knowledgeable guy. You're articulate. You, you know, you're very easygoing. And, you know, like you said, like, I, I really like, I really don't want to talk about it, but a lot of people want, want to hear the, the last year you had was, was extremely rough. Um, I feel for you. I feel for Jenny. I feel for your children. I hope everything is going to be better. You guys move past it. But the way that you that, that you went about it, you know, that you say that, that you respect her, you respect her relationship, you know, that that takes a lot from from anybody a lot to, of yeah, it, it takes a lot for somebody to to have children with, with with somebody and then to move on and then to support it, you know, that that's a big shout out to you, man. I think a lot of people should appreciate the the type of person that you are. 
Hey, listen, we did the, you know, we did the, the, the mud swinging thing for a bit, and I, I think what people have to remember, or not, it's up to you, feel about it however you want. A lot of people think that I'm this monster, and they're entitled to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So you spend, you spend a decade almost with somebody, and you have two children, and then it, it doesn't work out, and you get into a custody battle and divorce and all that. Emotions run extremely high, and unfortunately, I don't think either one of us handled it correctly. We, we just didn't. I mean, that's just, but when you live your life in the public eye, it gets weighed out for the public opinion, you know? So it was unfortunate, and I feel, you know, obviously uh, badly about some things, but I think I learned as quickly as I could on my on the Roger learning curve that I wasn't going about it the right way, and I tried to modify that and change that, and I, I really tried to do a lot of self-help for myself to get myself in a better state of mind and a better place because if you're if you're not growing, you're just falling behind. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and I think I owed it to my kids and myself to pick up the pieces. Because you know, I, I got kind of massacred. <laughs> He's got a much bigger <laughs> audience than I do. And he fucking came at me guns blazing. And you know, I, it is what it is. I I, I mean, you know, I, I'm good. I, I I had to get up, like I said, and look at the man in the mirror. And uh, I like the guy in the mirror. And I do the best I can do as a father and as a human. And you know, it was just an unfortunate that it played out like that, and I take my responsibility in that. But I'm not going back to it. I'm never going back to it. I'm not yeah. going back to mudslinging. I truly, honestly, wish Jenny the best. I absolutely do. I, I think we co-parent pretty well together. I, I would like to be her friend. You know, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I don't, I don't think I've said anything derogatory about Jenny in quite a long time, and I have no intentions of ever going down that road again. And I, I truly wish her well in the best listen you can change some things in life and there's some things you can't change people break up a lot it happens right mm-hmm. people fall out of life it, it happens it's a part of life everybody's had heartbreak in their life and it happens what the constant is is children they are forever going to be my children and forever going to be her children and we should put our best foot forward for them we got off to a bad start but things have gotten significantly better and uh, i hope they just continue to get better and better and better you know what i mean Man, that's mm-hmm. just that's just an amazing thing for you to hear about it, and uh, you guys are supporting. I hope you guys are remain friends. Uh, you guys are amazing parents. I I definitely support you in in, in every way. And uh, us here at uh, Two and a Half Fighters, we 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 love you. We hope the best for you and your family, and uh, we'll always support you. Um, All just, right, Roger. We just no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. Okay, we just have uh, we do a little segment here on Two and a Half Fighters called Lightning Round, where we just ask quick questions that are. Really random, just fun, easygoing questions. So I'll get started with the first one. Mel's will go one each. Let's go. All right. Roger, first very important question everyone wants to know. What is your favorite food? My favorite food? Uh, last man, meal of your life. Last meal of my life is either going to be sushi or pizza. I'm going to go with pizza. pizza. Ooh, ah, beautiful. Man. Number two, favorite fighter. I think we know who it is, but we got to just say it. We just got to ask. Well, clearly, Frank Yager, clearly, but Dan Henderson is right there with him, man. I've been a Dan Henderson fan since I love Dan Henderson, bro. The fucking H-bomb, ain't nothing better than the H-bomb. Puts anyone to sleep. Question three, which was similar to the second one. There's talks of this Frankie Edgar versus Conor McGregor fight. He wanted to go down. Dana says it might not happen, but you never know with the UFC, especially after Mayweather and Conor. Who takes that fight, your boy Frankie or Conor McGregor? You think I'm ever picking against Frankie or not? I'm never picking against Frankie. But, listen, you know, uh, 
Dana said a lot of things over there. He said women would never fight in the UFC. He said a lot of things. And I like Dana. I've met Dana a ton of times. Great guy. But listen, the fans are the ones that make the fight. You know what I mean? Obviously, you can't be ranked 150th and fight the top guy. Of course. But, you know, when you guys got guys that are close and ranked, they are. Fans make fights. So if the fans want to see that fight, they'll make it happen. So let's, let's mm. keep the... Uh, Let's keep the momentum going and hope it does happen because that would be an amazing fight. You know? Amazing. I agree. All, All right. right, next. Question four. If Ronnie and Paulie get into a fight, <laughs> who do you put your money on? <laughs> Man, I got no beef with any of those guys. You guys better not start no beef. Um, no, no. Just, no, no. No beef. Just I, run no fight. I, I, I think if I had to call it, I'd say Ronnie is pretty tough. He's a scrapper. i say he punches Paulie. Paulie ducks it. Ronnie hits Paulie in the top of the head and it breaks his hand with that haircut. Ooh. Beautiful. <laughs> blowout. Love Paulie's blowout breaks Ronnie's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a commentator, Roger. <laughs> All right. Next one. What will your costume be for Halloween? Oh, uh, I just don't know it yet, but I'm going to be Pennywise, but Ooh. I'm not going to put the, the mask on until they get really... Uh, you know, accustomed and, and, and probably all the sensitive sallies of the world are going to go nuts again. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be genuine. They have no idea who it is. So to them, it'll just be a clown. Clown. So here's, That's here's it. Me. But Grayson wouldn't be scared of it at all. If I jumped out of the attic and had, you know, my head turned on backwards, he would just be like, hey, what's up? But I'll, I'll ease Milani into it. I would never scare my kids ever, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, we got two more here. Uh, number seven, what is your favorite horror movie of all time? God, we were just talking about it. I don't know. It might, when I was a kid, it scared the crap out of me. I mean, yeah. Freddy, me too. Freddy Krueger, Jason, it. I, I'd probably go with it, man. That was a good one. Mm. The original. And, the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah, the original. Not the, the newer one. I was scared as fuck. And the last question, going off from movies, have you seen the new Joker, and what are your thoughts on it? I did, and you know, it had such hype behind it, and then and then it, it seemed to get downplayed, and people said it dragged on, it was slow. I think it was some of the best acting that anybody's ever done for the Joker, short of Heath Ledger. I mean, Heath Ledger probably did it better, but other yeah. than Heath, just incredible acting. Every yeah. action movie does not have to be non-stop that's what I said. Yeah. Yes, and, you know, you know it, it, there was a great build up there to the character. I think it sort of prefaces maybe another one coming out. And uh, I hope so. Excellent, excellent acting. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that one. I think maybe Heath did do it better, but I still think he was the first one also before in the new era. But I, I do really agree that Joaquin Phoenix was pretty top notch in that one. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, Roger, man, I need to thank you from the bottom of our hearts that here are two and a half fighters. We thank you for Thanks, coming Roger. on the show. Thank you for taking the time. And, man, we support you 100%. Uh, if ever, ever time that you think about joining the UFC just for one fun fight, <laughs> man, let us know. We we'll def- break it down. <laughs> we'll definitely break it down, man. We got your back, Roger. Anything you need. Uh, me, over here. Yeah, me and Tim, for bring it back to Maine, you know. That's it. <laughs> UFC, hey, uh, real, real, 500. Real quick, I just want... I just wanted to say, um, you know, Frankie and I, uh, we've been kicking the idea around of our own podcast for quite some time, and Ooh. actually, it happen. We don't have a date yet, but definitely oh. before the new year, we'll we'll have our own podcast up. It's going to be called Big the Camp Tramp. I don't Ooh. think you have to guess who the camp is and who the tramp is. <laughs> yeah, we're we're very excited about it, and um, Frankie picked that name, so I'm rolling with it, and I'm going to be the tramp, which. 
Hey, I'm single now. Might not be a bad thing. Yeah, good job. Nice, nice name. Hey, man, we're definitely, great name. We're definitely gonna promote that that podcast. We we're gonna support it till till the death of us. And uh, man, definitely, we should even do something uh, us five, man. We'll uh, we'll talk about that in the near future. But we're definitely gonna promote your podcast, big brother. Much respect, boys. Appreciate it. appreciate you having me on. Man, Thanks, Roger. Have a great day, brother. Take care, bro. Take care, boys. Take care.